Hey, how's it going, everyone? It's time for another episode of the Jumbo Package Football Show. Uh, this is Saturday afternoon, so you'll hear this. We'll put it out probably Saturday night sometime. Uh, this is our part two of Conference Championship Weekend. Uh, we dive into the Conference Championship games between the LA Rams and the New Orleans Saints. That's the first game. And then the New England Patriots going to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. So, we will try and break down the games the best we can. Uh, we'll talk about different matchups, different players. Um, we'll try not to make it as long as we usually do because it's just two games and we want to keep things... We want to get you informed and we want to keep things um, short and to the point, but... Well, you know, hopefully we still provide enough detail and enough analysis that you come away with an idea of what to expect tomorrow on Sunday in in each respective cha- uh, championship game. So we'll start off with the first game uh, on Sunday afternoon at was it is that three o'clock? Yeah, three three o five Eastern. 12.05 Pacific, the Rams and the Saints, both teams went 13-3 and during the regular season. Uh, the Saints, because they own the tiebreaker against the Rams since these two teams met earlier in the year, that's why the Saints have the home field advantage and the Rams do not. And these, te- yeah, so these two teams met back on, um, when did they meet? They meet week. Eight, I want to say, or week ten, um, in New, in New Orleans. So they've already played in the dome, and the Saints won that game, I believe, forty-five, thirty-five. Um, and and it, it, it I think it's going to be a, another similar game to that. It's going to be high scoring. Both of these games, I would take if you're betting these games, I would take the over, um, because. I like this. I, I like this game more than the AFC Championship. I, I I'd say because of the fact that um, you know it's in a dome. It's it, there's not going to be the impact of weather like they were like potentially it could be in Kansas City. Um, although we'll talk about the weather there in a bit. But no, I, I just think there's a great chance. For each team to explode and put up big offensive numbers, the over is the over under is fifty seven. Uh, I would take the over. That's just my opinion. I think both because fifty seven. That's fifty seven divided by two. I can't believe I have to search this up. This is why I do writing and I don't do math. Fifty seven divided by two is twenty eight and a half. So each team is probably gonna get thirty. I think that's possible. I like I like the odds of that happening. Um well let, let's talk about probably the matchup that will decide the game, and that is the Rams offense against the Saints defense. The Rams offense is really good. It's amazing. It's Sean McVeigh Dialing up the plays for Jared Goff to do well, to succeed, having his running backs run the ball down the opposing team's throat. Um, The Rams should have a good offensive line. Um, They're getting healthier. 
They should match up well against the Saints front seven. I, 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 I like the Rams' offense to do really well in this game. The, the interesting thing, or you know, the, the, the stuff that the things that analysts keep not harping on, but a lot of them have said, well, Jared Goff doesn't play as well on the road, and no, if you look at his stats, he doesn't play as well away from the LA Coliseum. But you also have to remember, this is in a dome. Weather is not going to be a factor. Crowd noise is probably going to be a factor. And Goff, I, I, Goff has dealt with some crowd noise. He's played games in Seattle. Um, he's played a game in New England. I think he knows what crowd noise is like. But it's, it's not going to be a matter of like, um, you know, being on the road is going to challenge him. Sure, it probably will to a bit, to a certain extent, but it's not going to be um, as big of an impact as people say it will be. That, that's just my opinion. I don't think he will struggle as much because he's on the road. I, I don't know if he'll thrive with it, but he, he, they'll do well um, offensively. Part of it also, I love the fact that the Rams have Todd Gurley, who he's also getting healthier, and he's getting better. And they also have a spell back, so sort of, you know, somebody to take some, you know, carries for Gurley to give Gurley some rest. And C.J. Anderson, who has been hot as of late, he's been tremendous um, helping out the team. I I, I must say that I, I, I don't know how the Rams uh, – I don't know how the Rams don't take advantage – of the Saints defense. Uh, I, I just see Sean McVay in the run game, you know, being tremendous and being tough to stop. And then there's the passing game. And the passing game is going to be a nightmare, I'd say, for the Saints to try and stop. Um, partially because McVay calls so many awesome plays and Brandon Cooks is a speedster. He's t- he's not t- I, I don't he's not Tyreek Hill fast, but he's still really fast. Robert Woods is a really good pass catcher. Um, the two tight ends, McVeigh's offense doesn't use tight ends a whole lot. like they're not um, as valuable to tight ends because they're just used mostly for the blocking and decoy. But Tyler Higby, yeah, Higby is somebody you got to look out for. And Gerald Everett too. Those guys, when called upon, can play well. So I, I just, ha- I just like the Rams' offense against the Saints' uh, defense. Big, big loss for the Saints. They're going to have no Sheldon Rankins in this game. He's the interior lineman for the Saints, and he is a force. He is very tough to stop. But without him. Life will be much easier, I I would say, for the Rams to move the ball down the field, to get the running game going, uh, and have a better time protecting Jared Goff in the pocket. So uh, that's that's my opinion on the Rams' offense against the Saints' defense. Saints' offense against the Rams' defense, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be... The question in this game is going to be whether the Saints uh, 
can block Aaron Donald and Adamican Sue all game. They if they if those guys get going, the offense of the Saints won't be effective. It, they will not be able to move the ball down the field whatsoever. So and and I also should I also should mention we'll talk about and in the back end in the secondary because also uh you know like the the Saints are going to go up against Akeem Talib and Marcus Peters. Uh Talib was not around in the first time these two teams met because of injury. So now he is back. He's ready to roll and I suspect that Talib we matched up with Michael Thomas uh, for most of, if not the entire game. Uh, I think the Rams like that matchup. I think it will be. I think it would be more difficult than say. Well, what what this what this Rams will either do? They'll either match up to leave against Thomas one on one, or they'll put Marcus Peters on Thomas and have a safety uh, over top, sort of in. You know, they're sort of doubling him without really doubling him, if you know what I mean. So that, I think, is probably the, mo- the more unlikely thing they'll do. I think they'll just put Tlaib on Thomas. But I I just don't see the Saints being able to stop the Rams' defense. Uh, I, I think the Rams are just too good defensively. I think the... Rams pass rush will get to Breeze. I I I have a tough time believing that they like Mark Ingram. Will, I don't think will have a good game this you know this time around. I am a little bit more hesitant with Kamara than than uh, Ingram. You know I think Kamara Kamara could have a good game just because of his pass catching ability. And that could be how he gets points and how he gets yards. But, you know, I, I'm not so sure that it, it – I'm not so sure that either one of them really have an outstanding game. And I suspect that Michael Thomas will be covered a lot and won't have a lot of space to get open. And that's why the Rams will shut down the Saints' offense. It, in the last game, in the Saints' last game against the Eagles, guys were open everywhere. Like, Breeze didn't even have to think about it. Guys were just open. I, I only saw the second half of it, but guys just looked open. Like, there wasn't anybody around the wide receiver for a couple yards, and it just made life so much easier for the Saints' wide receivers and Breeze. So, with that... I don't think that's going to happen this time around. I am more confident. Part of it is that um, the Saints have, or the Rams have better uh, coverage guys than the Eagles do. Maddox, who is the corner for the Eagles, just, he is a rookie or an undrafted rookie, and he needs to work on his technique and form this offseason because there were lots of times last year, lots of times last week, against the Bears earlier in the year where he was just getting exposed. Uh, they had him literally turning around as he was trying to cover someone. And I don't see that happening with either Marcus Peters or Aqib Tlaib. Uh, I, you know, 
obviously you have to see it to believe it, but I just don't see it happening. So, um, my final prediction in this game is going to be the Rams beating the Saints. Uh, Ram, the Saints are three-point favorites over the Rams, but I am I am rolling with the LA Rams in an upset to go into the Superdome and beat the New Orleans Saints. I have the Rams winning 34-31. That covers the over. Um, you know, I, I just... I, I am putting my faith in Sean McVay. I'm putting my faith in Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, and the defense. There we go. That should be better. I'm putting my faith in the Rams guys than I am the Saints guys. I just think the Rams are a more talented, overall talented unit. Um, the Saints are better against the spread than the Rams. The neither team really like the Saints are seven and ten against in the over under. Rams are nine and eight. I I I just yeah I I don't I I'm not with the Saints. I am a believer in the Rams. I believe the Rams can get it done. They'll go in there and just. Dominate the Saints from beginning to end. I expect that from the Rams. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But that's just what I expect. And that's who I suspect will come out on top. Uh, love to know what you guys think about this. But it, it, I just don't. I, I see this being another high-scoring offensive. People will talk about how these are going to be low-scoring games. And how they're going to be defensive. And it's no. It's not. It's not going to be. I don't see it being defensive. I see it being very much an offensive game where you have to go and score more points than the other team. That's how I see. That's how I see both of these games. That's how I see this game and the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. I just see it, you know, hitting the over. Whoever scores the more the most points wins, and you have to go out there and score more than your opponent if you're going to win this game. That's what the NFL season has really been about this year. That's what these teams have been about this year. Go out and score. And I think it's going to be the Rams who will finish with more points than the Saints. So I can't wait till Sunday until I got get proved wrong by the Saints. But, no, I, I feel confident in the Rams to get it done. Uh, I'll take the Rams, yeah, 34-31. So that means that we will now talk about the AFC Championship game, boo -doo 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 -doo, where the Patriots go to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. The GOAT will take on the presumed MVP, Patrick uh, Mahomes. So, the Chiefs will take on the Patriots. Uh, it, it's a rematch. These teams, I believe, played in week six in Foxborough, question mark. Um, so that, that's going to be an interesting factor in tonight's game or tomorrow's game, Sunday's game about, uh, now we're in Kansas city. We're at Arrowhead. One of, if not the loudest stadiums in the NFL, um, the chiefs as betting favorites this year as a favorite of seven and five. 
New England has actually not been an underdog this year in any games, which is interesting. Uh, the Chiefs are five and ho- five and four uh, at home uh, against the spread. Uh, three and five on the road is New England against the spread. Again, this is one of those games where I'm going to pick the over. It's supposed to be cold in Kansas City, but it's not going to be like the polar vortex cold. Like they were saying, it's gonna get, instead of being down at about zero degrees Fahrenheit, it's now supposed to get up to about twenty degrees Fahrenheit. So, I still expect there to be quite a bit of passing, quite a bit of offense. Mahomes should be able to move the football really well. Um, Tom Brady should be able to move the football very well. Let's start with the Patriots' offense against the Chiefs' defense. The Chiefs' defense have an underrated pass rush. Um, Chris Jones, D. Ford, Justin Houston will all have a chance to get at Tom Brady on Sunday. No doubt about that. The Pats' offensive line is good but not great, and I don't know if they can keep up uh, with the Chiefs' D-line all day, but we'll see. Uh, I expect the Pats to be sacked, like Brady to be sacked at least twice, but again, we'll see. That depends if Brady is able to get the ball quick enough. And that's where I think the Pats can expose the Chiefs. Where I like, I think Edelman matches up really well against either one of the uh, Chiefs' corners or, you know, DBs, whoever. I like Edelman to, you know, be open quite a bit. Same thing with Gronk. Even though Gronk has not had a great year by any stretch of the imagination he's been struggling for most of 2018 I still believe Gronk will be able to create mismatches and get open especially in the red zone like he's still a red zone threat don't doubt Rob Gronkowski whatever you do you'd be a fool if you did so I like the Patriots even even the running backs should do well against the Chiefs line linebackers that's a match of a lot of people have been talking about I think the Patriots can expose it, running and passing the football. Sony Michelle is going to be a great running back in the in the league for many years to come. I like the um, uh, Rex Burkhead is the other one. I was going to say I was thinking of James White, but Rex Burkhead is who I wanted to talk about too. Because remember, this is ta- this is Bill Belichick and the Patriots. There's always somebody who just out of nowhere comes up and has a hell of a performance. And we're like, how do we, you know, who, how, where, why, like, and we're just all confused and we're all stunned. That's the Rex Burke, it's either Rex Burkhead or I could see Philip Dorsett having that performance too. A just stunning, shocking, like, what the hell, where did that come from? Like, type of uh, game. But then there's James White too. James White had 15 catches last week against the Chargers. He is their pass catching back. Typically, if you see. Uh, Michelle line up in the backfield. They're running the football. Hey, damn! And I thought I could go a whole another podcast without the dog bothering us. Anyways, uh, what was I saying? Yeah, James White. He's on the field. James White. He's usually the guy that they're looking to pass it or throw to. They're not usually going to run it with James White. Typically, if you see Sony Michelle in the backfield, then they're going to try and run the football. And then Burkhead is sort of the one guy or the other, like he will either they can either, they can throw it to him or they can run it with him. So 
I think the Patriots offense will do really well against the Chiefs defense so long as Brady gets the ball out quick and he does usually like he can't he, he doesn't usually and he probably won't hold on to the ball for longer than two and a half seconds in the game because what the Patriots do so well offensively is call pick plays and call rub plays where they just create their own mismatches with the wide receivers, you know, either against the DBs, um, either against the second, whatever. They'll find the ways to create the mismatch that they want, and nobody does it better, and nobody has probably more of those calls in their playbook than the Patriots. Josh McDaniels does that really well. And part of it is that what the Patriots do offensively, they try to, if, if – they are going to just line up, maybe with some slight motion, and they're just going to try and outwork you. They're just going to try and outsmart you. There's not like compared to the Chiefs' offense, which we'll talk about here in a sec. The Chiefs love to use a lot of window dressing. They love to use Tyree Kill in motion, or they like to use Travis Kelsey in motion, or they like to use whoever in motion. And the Patriots just do slight motion, like they'll just maybe bring Edelman up, you know. Instead of he, him being like the you know the X receiver, he's just coming in and playing slot. Um, or sometimes they'll just have Gronk go from one side of the formation to the other side of the formation. Um, if they're calling like a run play and it's like I formation, they'll do that. But they're not gonna you know they're not gonna Brady and shock. You know that I don't know. If, again, that Tyreek Hill motion where he like will go across the field and then come back behind Mahomes and the running back. And then he'll go split back out again. They don't do that in New England. That's not how they roll. And I don't see them ever doing anything like that. However, just slight motion. They'll call. New England will call the plays that will beat you. That that can beat you. Um, you know, I, I I like New England to move the ball down the field effectively and score a lot of points. Now, as for the Kansas City Chiefs, we know how incredible. Patrick Mahomes has been. Mahomes is probably going to be the rookie of the year. Um, exceptional quarterback this season. Awesome year. Um, can't say enough about the guy. There is a bit of a concern I have against Bill Belichick in the Pats defense. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. If I don't know what the plan of New who they want to double all game, who who New England is going to double team, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Tyree Kill. I don't know if it's going to be Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if maybe New England is going to try and stop the run and force Mahomes to throw. I would suspect that they're going to try and stop the, the pass and force Kansas City to run the football. That's I think how you beat KC. And New England has, they have the they have the coverage guys to force Mahomes to either make poor decisions or just poor throws or whatever. They also have the chance to stop that run game. Kyle Van Noy is a really awesome linebacker. Dante Hightower is a force to be reckoned with, either running or passing the football. You gotta block him. Um, there's just a lot of, you know, a lot of good pieces on that New England defense too. So, I I I'm I I just have a tough time going against Brady and Belichick in the postseason. I just can't do it. 
I'm taking the Patriots at minus three to beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. I just can't bring myself to go in against the Pats in January. I I would rather be wrong, like happily be wrong with picking the Patriots and the Chiefs win than to pick the Chiefs and have the Pats win and be like, oh, well, I should have picked New England. Well, how stupid am I? That's my mindset. I think New England can go in and beat the Chiefs. It's It would be very Brady and Belichick-like to go and do it. And I would be shocked if they didn't. I this is, The Chiefs have had postseason failures. It's sort of an expectation. I don't know if it's going to happen this time around, but I am going with the I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going with New England. Uh, the over 56 points. What's that? 28. Each team has to get 28, probably. I see that happening. I take the over in that, even with the cold. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to take the over on both games, and I'm going to take the underdogs. Uh, I I would, yeah. If I had to pick a game that I'm more confident in. I'm more confident in the Patriots. I'm more confident that the Patriots can go in and beat the Chiefs than the Rams. But that being said, I also think the Patriots have a better chance of getting blown out than the Rams do. Um, So these games are both very close, and they're going to be very tight, and I don't see either one of these teams um, running out, you know, way ahead of one another. The other interesting stat, uh, keep in mind with this, Belichick, the Patriots always somehow do well with the coin toss. They always seem to win the toss. That, I think, could play into effect in this game as well, where if New England gets the ball first and New England goes down the field and scores a touchdown, they need that. I think, I think they need that to... Just give them confidence and give them the hope that, not the hope, but just the expectation, like, yeah, we can go and do this. We can go and score touchdowns. That's what we're here to do, and that's what we're going to do. And I think that could have an impact in the game as well. So just look out for that. Um, Players to watch in each game. Uh, I'm going to say with the Patriots, with the Pats, I'd say... Probably the guy to keep it. Either two guys. It's it's line. It's either Hightower, Dante Hightower. He's a great pass rusher. It'd be interesting to see how well he does. Or Kyle Van Noy. Um, either one of those guys could have an impact in the game, uh, depending on where how it goes and what happens. There's also for KC. I would say the guy to keep an eye out on is ooh. I say probably hmm, Eric Berry. Eric Berry has been struggling. He just came back this year uh, with a sort of a heel injury he's been dealing with uh, all year. And he hasn't been perfect, but he's going to need to be if they're going to stop Gronk. So it's important that Berry has a really good game. I I I think Barry can keep up, but he's got he's got to be with Gronk like almost all the game, um, or else they'll just like the Patriots will just use that to their advantage. 
Um, in the NFC Championship game, I'd say the guy to keep an eye out on for the Rams. <sighs> CJ Anderson? I think a backup running back, potentially on how healthy Gurley is and how much, you know, the Saint, or the Rams want to run the football. I would say that C.J. Anderson has another good game, uh, both Anderson and Gurley. I could see each one of them having a really successful um, game against the Saints. As for the Saints, someone to keep an eye out on? Ooh, there's a lot of interesting guys who could have a really good game. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Marshawn Lattimore. I'll go with Marshawn because he has, they like to play zone. And that's all right, I guess. To a, like They'll switch a bit, but it's mostly zone. And he's going to have a tough time, whoever he goes up against, if he decides he's going to go up against Mike, um, Brandon, Brandon Cooks or Robert Woods. He's going to have a, a tough time against either one of those guys. So, I don't expect Lattimore to get cooked. He's not the type of corner that gets cooked, like that people beat him easily. But he's going to have to have a good game if the Saints are going to be able to stop the Rams' offense. Um, also, I guess Demario Davis, the linebacker for the Saints, has been playing really well. So keep an eye on him. Out, keep an eye out on him and see if he, you know, if he's got to stop the running backs, Gurley or Anderson. Uh, in this game so yeah we'll just leave we'll leave it at that we'll call that uh good um we just want to get a quick you know quick little pod out get you excited for the championship games uh with pro bowl next weekend and then a super bowl week after we still got a lot of football coming if you haven't listened to the previous podcast the part A from Championship Weekend, we talk about coaches who have been hired, coaches who are fired. We give some letter grades for those. That's a really good podcast that I think lots of people would like. Have a listen. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, feel free to email us again at speakyourpiece100, that's all lowercase, at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Email the pods anytime. Email speakyourpiece Um you guys know where to follow us on social media. It's going to be a really fun championship weekend. We can't wait to watch it. We can't wait to talk to you guys on Monday about it. Um, so, yeah, Rams minus three, or plus three and a half. We're going to take the Rams. We're going to take the Pats plus three. And we're taking the overs in both games. So, we hope you have a great weekend. We hope your team does well if they're still in it. We hope your bets go well, and we'll talk to you guys again on Monday. All right. Peace, everyone.